This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey, it's the Flash After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're breaking down part two of the big season three crossover, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yo, 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 <laughs> it's the big crossover. How's everybody doing? Good. Good. Good answer. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Part two is what we're talking about tonight. It started with Supergirl last night. Did Um, it? I have some strong feelings about that. Yes. I think we all do. Um, Let's do some quick intros and we'll get right to it. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. I'm Tiana Hobson and I'm at the Tiana Hobson. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle and I'm in the chat with you all. So, hello. I'm Tari J. Miller. That's um, at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. <laughs> Thank you, Tari. And of course, we're also doing a crossover with our after shows at AfterBuzz TV. So please welcome Lex Michael. That is me. I am all over social media Woo. at the Lex Michael. I'm really excited to be here, guys. Thank you very much for having me. Of Thanks course. So which DC after shows do you do at AfterBuzz? The rest of them. I'm on Supergirl. I'm on Arrow. I'm on Legends of Tomorrow. This is the only, the only place that I have not somehow seeped into and now You've I'm here. Yeah, I've seen the seepage has begun. Yeah. You're like the Oliver Queen of the panels. Sure. Yes. Because <laughs> he's, he's only been not on Supergirl, you see. You're right. Okay. So, yeah. Yes. I like it. Thank yes. you for explaining that. I have no idea what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Can yeah. we talk about how this is the first part of the crossover? <laughs> that no. it's a three-night crossover. We were lied to. It is three-night crossover. Last night was not actually part of the okay. crossover. Everything that was part of the crossover last night could have just happened tonight. Oh, and wait, it, it did. did. <laughs> so why did we need that in last night's episode? No, guys. It was, it was two halves. See, the first half was on Legends last week. And then... This to... week, oh, this is uh... why you're not allowed in the chat. <laughs> I thought I went out of the chat. I'm sorry, it's off. Okay, sorry, but reset. It's sorry. all ruined. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we had the first half on last week's Legends, and then we had the second half on yesterday's Supergirl. You see, so they co- they made one whole pre uh, episode, and then we have the last three. You they see didn't re-show me what we saw on Legends last week, though. On Legends hey, is when they, they, that's true. They didn't show they were, us them getting I'm, the call. I'm sorry. For the people watching our show who have not seen Legends and me, um, <laughs> what happened last week? At the very end of the episode last week, they get a call from <laughs> yeah. someone. From, the present. Yeah, the present. They're like, our friends in 2016 need our help. That we was gotta it. go. That was pretty and much that was it. it. it was, we're on the, in the middle of our story arc. <laughs> 
Oh, Time wait. out. We got, we got this call. Right. Uh, so, yeah. Together, squash that together. It makes one whole episode. Was, but the marketing is a Fortnite crossover. But it sounds so much more impressive. You know, so okay. My defense of it is this because it was definitely more of a Supergirl episode than it was a first of a four-part crossover. My defense is twofold: one, their mid-season finale overlaps with the start of this crossover, so they had a lot of threads that they needed to tie up before they left, and I think their time was better spent probably doing that than building to a crossover. On top of that, it felt to me like when comic books do crossovers, it feels very much like a road to tie-in. If you're a super nerdy listener, you read comics, you're going to know what I'm talking about. Like right now, Marvel Comics doing Civil War 2, and they have all their main tie-ins, but a lot of the books will have tie-in issues that say Road to Civil War 2. So they're a lead-up, prelude to the crossover without being fully immersed in the crossover story. Absolutely. Right. I think that, fr- uh, listen, I watched the episode in the very last minute when Barry was like, hey, we're here! Cut to black. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. But... I think it's a brilliant marketing move. Last night, this whole crossover, it was just a giant ad for Supergirl. You know, that moved to CW this season. People haven't seen it. I haven't seen it until last (laughs) episode. And there was so, it was such a great Supergirl episode last night that it made me want to watch the show. And it's why it worked because they got people like you who don't watch the show to tune into the show. Oh, absolutely. So that you thought you were going to need to watch that show to get the rest of the week. I agree. My argument is just this. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's because, uh, for those who know, I'm a big SVU fan, <laughs> and SVU likes to cross over with the other Law & Orders, and it's the same way that last night was a crossover. It's the same thing where at the end of the episode, someone shows up and goes, we need your help on our show. It's And that's fine as a crossover. Calling it four nights is the misleading part. I think had they said a four-part, four-show crossover... I would have been more accepting. I think it's marketing. I know, and I'm arguing with the semantics of it. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to be like, dude, it happened, like, it started yesterday, which was tonight, and then tonight, tomorrow night. I'm just saying it was misleading. So let's talk about this episode. All of us clearly are, like, up on all the four shows. I don't watch Supergirl or Legends. It's okay. For for people who are not so as, like, in-depth with all four, do you think that this four-parts crossover seeing Supergirl last night is going to make people say, like, wow, the show's great, and, like, wow, I want to watch it because it's great, but also because I need to know what's going on in my own show. Yeah, I loved the way this episode dealt with that, where Kara goes, let me say all of your names, and you tell me which uh, superhero you are. And then uh, Oliver going, let me tell you the story of how both my parents died, (laughs) because this is relevant. I think it was so great this episode. I feel like if you never watched any of the shows and you're jumping in now, this is the episode to jump in with. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, What do we think about the big bad of the week slash big week, the aliens? They're cute. (laughs) <laughs> so adorable. So adorbs, They're like no? tribbles. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wish they were tribbles. 
Uh, for, for, uh, yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, no, for me, I think jury's out a little bit because these dominators are not really the dominators from the comics. A big part of the inspiration for this crossover is the crossover event Invasion from 1989. And in that, the dominators basically put together this alliance of all of these nefarious alien species, but they're largely cool to chill and manipulate without engaging directly. And it seems like these dominators, so far anyway little more hands-on, a little more aggressive, a little more like we got our machine, but we're gonna get we're gonna get in it a little bit more. Which is fine. They look great. Yeah, yeah. They, do. yeah they do. And there are so many of them. They were moving fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not happy about the name Dominator. It just doesn't <laughs> do it, it for me. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> the jokes that it presents, I think it's beautiful. Lex I think has something to say. No, Nerd, just, please speak. No, you know what? So I remember I remember watching it and turning to Tari immediately after that line where it's like, Well, you know, ever since we got our first briefings about it, we've been calling them the Dominators and I turned to Tari and I'm like, Why? Is it because you read it in a comic book that you liked from 1989? <laughs> why, why the... Do- okay, but, like, it, it is in keeping with the tone of much of the rest of the episode, but it did seem a little bit like, why that name? I also love that Lila was like, okay, here's what's going on. I have a full presentation. <laughs> here's the PowerPoint. Here's the voice call. Like- I love that. I love that we had Lila coming in and going, "This, there's a history to this. This is something... Uh, that has been here before. It uh, anybody who watches Torchwood, it very much reminded me of Torchwood uh, Children of Earth yes. that season. It felt like that, like they came before and we did this thing and they left, and now they're here again and we're not sure what they want this time. Right? Yeah, you know what I'm talking. I know. About. I know what you're talking about. That season made me cry. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have no idea what you're saying. Nobody else does. Don't worry about it. I thought that she was a great device for exposition mm-hmm. and like the story got moving really, really fast, and I think that was awesome. Yeah, they didn't take a lot of time catching us up because, like y'all said, they found ways within the story to weave in the mm-hmm. parts for people who didn't know who these other characters were. Yeah, and also they're in a, at an advantage because I've never seen Supergirl, but when she comes on screen, I'm like, oh, it's Supergirl! <laughs> and I love Melissa Benoist who plays her, so like, we don't need an introduction. Yeah. Right. You know it's Skirt. Supergirl. Skirt. Skirt. I love that. So I, I People are worried in the chat <laughs> that we are not liking Supergirl. I want to be very clear that we, I believe a lot of us here love Supergirl. Yeah, yeah it is my favorite of the four shows. Two of the panel are on that panel. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I ship Supergirl in the Flash, the Slash. Oh. Is that their shit name? Slash? No. Flooper Girl? Is this, is this Jeff's last day? <laughs> so Flaggirl? 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 But you talked yeah. about you talk about how quickly they got into the story, and I love that, especially when, Yell, you were talking about how you were frustrated that there wasn't enough crossover last night. Immediately, like, the second yes. shot, it's like, look, here they all are in one glory shot. Yes. That moment, I don't know about you guys, for me, that shot of Speedy, the legend, Spartan, and then Supergirl drops in, it was a little bit like seeing the Avengers assembled on screen for the yeah. first time for me. I'm like, I'm, I'm freaking out. And the fact that they got Speedy to join in. Oh, guys. yeah. Like, Speedy, uh, who has been sitting on the yeah. sidelines for all of this season, was like, um, I'm not missing the aliens. Yeah, y'all. I love it didn't take any convincing <laughs> at all. Just like, City, City Hall can wait. I'm going to fight aliens. <laughs> um, and Cullen Prime points out something that you definitely were so excited about 
in the episode where they all gathered. Okay, mm-hmm. so I when they said, oh yeah, we've got this old hall that Star Labs owns, and we <laughs> see the shot of the building, I dang near jumped out my skin, guys. <laughs> so did Cullen Prime. It's the Hall of Justice, which in the comics is the headquarters of various iterations of the Justice League, although... Uh, past a certain point, it does become largely ceremonial, and their actual headquarters is a floating satellite in space. Yes, the Watchtower. Yep. Um, Casket so. fan in the chat, if we want to talk about ships, uh, Cas, yeah, Casket fan, sorry, says uh, hashtag Super Canary, and absolutely, <laughs> yes, Canary goes, yeah. uh, she's hot. Yes, yes, I ship it. I want that Super Canary. I'm in. More than Slash. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you not Carrie. know how offensive that is? <laughs> Guys, it's all about caramel. Okay. No? Caramel. Caramel. Okay, I don't want to do this. <laughs> and then the West Allen people join in. <laughs> Where are the snowberries? Snowberries unite. They got their kiss last week, okay? Um, I will say, too, like, yes. we're talking about how fast the story got going in a great way, and, like, seeing the gang together was just so exciting. And they needed that. They needed it really fast just coming after last night. You know, it was such a letdown, as we said earlier, to see, like, oh, there's Barry. So to have it open up with me a little bit down, but then saying, like, yes, they're all here. <laughs> I was jumping in my seat. Yeah. It Love was it. Squeal-worthy. It was very <laughs> squeal-worthy. And the fact that we got to spend so much of the episode with them all just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yes. was the best. And even there were a couple of points in the episode where I almost felt like, oh, wait, we're stopping to have more character moments. And then immediately I didn't mind because they're so great. Yeah, especially the one between Kara and Mick. Yes. Which was fantastic. It was, are you talking about, I'm not going to call you Supergirl. Yes. So it felt like we're on a mission, that was what I'm talking about. It's like we stop cold for a second to have this character moment, which is then so charming and strong that Mm -hmm. I'm okay that we stopped our story for a minute. Right. I agree. It's such a comic book moment, too. Like, you can just see, like, the two panels they dedicate to this little moment. Skirt. I'll call you Skirt. It was really great because then he shouts, help me, Supergirl. (laughs) Immediately. I think that it all comes down to this. Felicity said it best. Best team up ever. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's all I'm taking away from this whole episode is best team up ever. Oh, and on that note, let's talk about death. (laughs) Oh, yay! Um, Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. That What? What? Heat Wave tells us that Snart sacrificed himself in Legends of Tomorrow. Adam Uh, tells us this. I Who's Adam? Ray the Palmer. Atom. Uh, Ray Palmer. Oh, that's the one Adam. else. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we are, we are told. <laughs> yes. One of them legends. That, he, that that happened. Was that in Legends of Tomorrow? Yes, yes, that was the season finale. Oh, I cannot believe that that kept, like, secret from me for so yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. watch the Girl, show. watch the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was such a big secret. Read an article or something. Like, Entertainment Weekly talks about these shows all the time. Never Just heard of it. pick up a magazine. <laughs> I wonder, though, if they're alienating with aliens. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I wonder if they're alienating people who feel like, darn it, I can only watch one or two of these shows. I can't watch all four. I'm not going to watch any of them. I think that people who want to watch all four make sure they can watch all four and then other people there are a lot of people who only watch one or two and they say I only want to watch these and I don't care to watch the others so they aren't upset at these spoilers no yeah and I I mean I only watched two of them but like I don't feel like I'm missing out like when the crosshairs happen and we hear about Diggle's daughter slash son slash not 
that well, I want to ask you guys about later. Like, I didn't feel like, oh, darn it, I can't keep up. And see, I'm the kind of person who I can't stand not know, getting the inside joke. So, I mean, as everyone knows, I caught up on all these shows over the summer. I started off with The Flash and immediately noticed that I wasn't getting references to Arrow. And I stopped everything and went back and started Arrow from season one. Mm. Because I, I can't be that person I who doesn't it. get the inside joke. <laughs> you, have so, you have so much free time. I mean, I had a very cool summer. I just watched DC shows all day, every day. Okay? She's cool for the summer. I would have loved if you had gotten to the end of Arrow and been like, those jokes still don't make any sense. <laughs> but I, um, and we got a tweet from at um, RC Fury, and he said the producers did say at Comic Con and Entertainment Weekly that it was a three part before the crossover. I love so it. So I'm just, Thank I you. knew you needed to hear that. <laughs> I feel better. I'm glad you heard that too. <laughs> Such a great Fortnite crossover. <laughs> um, just very quickly, Tiana, <laughs> yes. how, are you caught up in Arrow? I am. Okay, how did they explain in Arrow the fact that Flash on Flash's show caused the gender of his child to change? They had one scene, I believe, earlier this season. It was Felicity's talking to Barry and... It was on Flash. Yes. Yeah, it was like it was on... I can't remember. It was on it was. The Flash when he goes back, he talks to Felicity and she says something about Diggle's son. But how do they explain it on the show Arrow? On they, Arrow, no one no remembers one well, yeah. that he because has a daughter. Felicity was the only how person they, who knew. She didn't tell oh, anyone. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not phrasing the question. How do they explain it to the Arrow audience? They didn't. Oh. <laughs> sorry? Um... So they used the flashback from the Flash Arrow, or the Flash episode, where he explains it to Felicity um, in the previously on Arrow section. Yes, so it goes, it was, you get that, set, that piece and you're like, oh, I guess that's relevant. Because in that episode, you, see, you meet um, John Diggle Jr. Fascinating. Yes. Um, yeah, everyone in the chat is correcting me. My apologies that they use the same episode on Arrow. I'm okay. I just felt like they just didn't explain it. They just went on with him having a son. I was curious how it was handled. Um, are we going to talk a little bit about the reveal? Oh, I thought we were actually done. We are out of time. Yes. <laughs> what do you want? I'm sorry. Good what, what, talk about what? The reveals of all the things that are different. Yeah. So, yes. Let's talk about what's all different. Yeah, and like, who has the right to be angry and who doesn't yes. have the right to be angry. <laughs> so Diggle finds out that he has a son and not a daughter and is furious. Except that he has a kid. <laughs> he and, didn't. He didn't have two kids, and then it yeah, went down to one. Right. He had one kid. The kid was like three at most. It's not like it had a life. <laughs> he also had no relationship had no with this daughter in, that he knows of. Like he has no memories of that. It never right. happened. It's not like he lost this daughter. I agree. She didn't right. exist to him. And as a father, can he be sad that his son isn't his daughter anymore? Because then you're kind of like, oh man, I wish I had a daughter instead of my son. <laughs> no, so that makes me kind of a bad the parent. Son. You know, the only appropriate response is, oh wow. That would be interesting. <laughs> yes. Well, I, like I mean, that. conceptually though. I mean, he did literally erase someone from existence. So, like, by that concept, him rewriting the timeline killed that girl. Or did he just change the the baby's gender? It's the same kid, just a different gender. So, all right, man, I don't want to have this conversation. (laughs) But, like, so that, that begs the question, if you and your brother are not the same person, you both came from the same bits of DNA, but you're... Well, mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know if you even know if you have a brother. Doesn't matter. You <laughs> and too. your sibling cool. um, are not the same person. So, right. I mean, basically, sh- John Diggle Jr. is a completely different person. Um, whereas, so Sarah existing 
it doesn't mean that like they were one and the same. It just means that Sarah never existed and John Diggle right. Jr. did. So like it's not changing the gender. You killed Sarah in a, uh, by changing time but he and then created her. another. Per- I know, but Let's like just say. conceptually. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but John Diggle, just be hashtag blessed you have a baby. And <laughs> yeah, stop being a drama queen. Because there's millions of people out there who want kids and can't have any for whatever reason, and I've actually gone life. through the loss. Cisco lost his brother. Like, right. one moment he was alive, the next moment he's dead. And I know that everyone knows I'm over Cisco being evil. Well, not evil, but <laughs> mad at Barry. Just because I missed the old Cisco. And I've gotten yes. a lot of tweets tonight saying that they're on my side with this one, and I'm sorry, Yale, I know that it I'm, sounds insensitive, but I'm just over it. No, I'm we'll 100% talk about on your side. He, okay, listen, he was angry for a couple episodes. We had that storyline. As if you were like, we did it, we were there, thank you, honey, like, go home. Um, yes? I agree that Cisco shouldn't be behaving the way he's behaving. His behavior this episode, ridiculous. But... Yes, he should still be mourning the loss of his brother, and he will for a long time. Yeah, I like that you guys' reason for not liking Cisco is basically, I'm bored as an audience. <laughs> but it's like, dude, That's a he, valid response. He literally lost his brother. I like that we're getting a realistic grieving process. He's okay. not allowed to be mad at Barry. He Any longer. He's allowed to be <laughs> mad. I think his behavior can't be this Reckless. He's being a jerk. As uh, who's Jean your Ann friend? Says. No, it's a coworker. I mean, yeah. that's the kind of passive aggressiveness that I'm just over. And I get that you can still be mad. And like Jeff said, we had the storyline. We had them fight it out. And we're th- I'm just thinking, okay, at least take the steps to act cordial around this person. You don't have to go back to being best friends. But every other word out of your mouth doesn't have to be a dig at him. Right. That's Aisha, what I'm over. Aisha in the chat says, Cisco shouldn't have undermined Barry to the group. And I agree. I agree. Um, Donovan says, also, Cisco uh, stayed angry. Very right. Barry needs to stay punished for Flashpoint. <laughs> I feel. Also, someone likes that I said ridiculous. <laughs> I just feel like at this point, there's nothing Barry can say that will make Cisco like get over it. I'm not saying it'll. I, I know it'll take time, and I, I don't, that sounds insensitive. But like at this point in time, like you can't keep having these jabs. I think his jabs are inappropriate. His grief is very appropriate. Yes. I think his behavior because of the grief is inappropriate and. People grieve and are able to live their lives yeah. and not bring that in. And that's what I'm, he needs to have a separation of church and state in his mind. <laughs> I, just, I think church Lex, and state. Draw a line. Lex, Lex has something to say. <laughs> I, I just have been, I've been listening to all of these arguments and I feel like I come down somewhere in the middle because ultimately, Tari, I largely agree with you. I yes. think we're not really through this because there's been no resolution to this story yet and we need to arc it effectively. This isn't something that's too big for them to just drop it. I also agree not all of these moments totally land. I think a lot of the moments of whether it's passive aggressiveness or anger from Cisco, it's very hit or miss for me. Like, the, you know, we're co-workers. That doesn't quite work. A lot of tonight, though, really worked for me. Because even though you can argue that, yes, Barry, once the group elects him as a leader, shouldn't be undermined in that way, The Flash, for my money, has always been the show that has been more than anything else about heart. And it felt like such a raw, honest, emotional response, more so than a logical one, for Cisco to basically out this other phenomenally large lie of Barry's in front of everybody else. This is the yeah. second time that Cisco outed someone. 
It is. And I, I'm gonna say it. I'm glad that Cisco doesn't seem to have any gay friends because it's unacceptable. <laughs> Good thing he's not on Supergirl. Yeah, he would have outed Alex. Yeah, at Thanksgiving before she got a chance to tell her mom. That's true, they almost came through that portal. Yeah. Um, going back to what Lex said about Cisco, um, <laughs> for the Piper. last two seasons... His gay C- friend. Pied Piper. And the, not and the police chief. Go ahead. The police chief. They're yes. not friends. You're right. Um, <laughs> and they're out. For the last two... We're so mad about Cisco because... <laughs> For the last two seasons, he's been the heart of the show. He's been this like bright, juicy placenta that we've been <laughs> munching on. Girl. And he's been feeding us and adding joy to our lives. Oh. And <laughs> that joy's been taken away from the show. The show. Thank you, Alexis. That joy's been taken away from the show. I disagree. I totally blacked out for a moment and missed everything Jeff said. What do you say? <laughs> He said something about moist, juicy placenta. Oh, okay. So it was kind of like a vagina thing. Got it. Um, yes. Uh, so, but I disagree. I think that, sorry. Um, I think that him be having this, uh, these other layers allows the other characters to shine and, and be more playful, especially now that we have a playful uh, Wells. It allows us to not have too much of these characters who are just like one-dimensionally light characters, and it allows us to have a, a wider breadth of development for these other characters who are just comedic relief. Um, I I don't agree, but I will say <laughs> if I did, that is why it's been such a joy to see Wally West get powers because he loves his powers. His yeah. powers make him so happy. His powers are a like little a personal placenta that he can feed on himself. Stop! The chat is really not enjoying this metaphor. <laughs> Neither um, is our engineer. Um, and that is why um, I just love the, the Wally storyline. It's a, like a joyful part of the show. Before we move on to Wally, um, are we going to talk about the... We still have to figure out like who Barry's had the right to be mad and, and who didn't have the right to be mad. With sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry. My mistake. I thought I was the lead host. <laughs> <laughs> As I said You're it, I went, I went, I'm pulling an Oliver and leading the show. Um, uh, Are we just supposed to pretend like we don't hear you? Yeah. Um, Flash, you come on. Who has the right to be mad about what? No, I want to talk about the, the voicemail that Barry the voicemail. from the future. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, kick us off. I, I, I was the I was so curious about the voicemail because it was from forty years. I think we dated oh, it. Yeah. So yeah. you're not on Legends of Tomorrow, where this is a big mystery. There and two of their, uh, so Stein and Jax found it and weren't. It says in the voicemail, "Do not tell the rest of the crew," and so they didn't. Because on their show, they don't tell their secrets to each other. <laughs> then no one's there to out them. Yes. Yeah. So they have the voicemail on a previous episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. They've had it for a couple weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've been wondering what was said in there, because all we hear is the don't first, tell. don't tell the crew, and then you're like, what do you uh, say? We've not met an old Flash, right? No. 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 Okay. Uh, I just think it's so... No, we met an old uh, Arrow. Yes. Right. Well, I mean, technically, guys, when he goes back in time, there's an older Flash that stops him from saving his mother. So true. Uh, older, different... we haven't seen like Grant Gustin in old man face. That's yet. true. A different Flash. Yeah, he's from a different Earth. Well, flash. it's implied, a different old Flash. Well, it's implied that the one that disappears in the newspaper I don't, is the one that goes back, and so essentially he's older by at least twenty years. My head hurts. Okay. Boom! I need a, I need a drawing of this. I, 
I just thought, I thought the most compelling part of this was that 40 years in the future, it's still like lagging on his mind to say like I need to send this secret message. That is how good this crossover will be. They will be talking about it. 40 years <laughs> <on>. <laughs> um, Trey in the chat says, "Why was the voicemail on old school iPod Nano?" And I I have a theory on that. Um, cause it's like, oh, it's like a record player in 40 years. It's vintage. <laughs> yeah. Is that your theory? I feel no, so No, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Um, yes, East Blue Drew has F. I'm censoring it. This episode was so effing good. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> We're just loving every minute. I agree. You had a theory on this iPod Nano, though, oh. that you were going to tell us about, and then you started talking about the F word. Um, <laughs> I, my theory was, because it's recorded into the, like, voicemail of the machine, they have to record it onto something, and all they have is, like, well, I guess an iPod Nano will work. <laughs> that was my theory. Nice. I like it. Thanks. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Um, but, so, what made me angry after hearing this voicemail was Sarah. And, oh, okay, and, yes. And I'm sorry, just as someone who rushed through all of Arrow, she's always kind of gotten on my nerves anyway, so maybe it's a personal thing. But when she gets mad at Barry and it's like, you can't go around changing the timeline. I'd stop myself. Um, biatch, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> Other people stop you every chance you get to stop you from killing people who would bring back your sister. It is a constant struggle for you to not yes. change the timeline. So don't treat Barry like he's just some idiot who did something stupid. The legends have zero <laughs> right as a ship of time travelers to complain about people changing time. They built a show around it. <laughs> All they do is mess with time and their rules of time travel seem to be very different than the rules of time travel of the super girl, well, I guess she doesn't affect because she's on Earth 38. Right. But uh, Flash and Arrow have one set of time travel rules, and Legends has their own. The Legends time travel rule is basically don't think about it. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which they have no right so it's, to it, complain. Yeah, it absolutely feels a little bit more like a necessary emotional beat for Barry than it does consistent characterization for Sarah across multiple shows. Having said that, it's about time a room full of people Barry respects finally essentially had a time intervention for him because he's been needing to hear this for about two years. His dad gave it to him. His dad who's not his he's... dad anymore, but the, <laughs> the not dad. Yes. But Jay. think about think about like when your dad says, you got to cut this out. It's different than when all your friends sit you down and go, you got to cut this out. But it's not different when that dad's been locked up for 12 years and you don't have like face-to-face <laughs> contact with him. And then let's also not forget that like the time, the vortex of time and stuff kind of gave Barry an ass whooping before he went back and was like you need to stop messing with the timeline because it's bad and then he still went and did it though I just wanted to read some things from the chat Davey says the legends have every right to criticize Barry for creating Flashpoint I disagree um Oh shoot! Uh, yeah, Maxwell says they get they got mad because Barry messes it up and they have to clean it up. Um, and then there was something uh, I lost it. Go. Um, while um, you're looking we, for the next one, we'll just say okay. that we do this every Tuesday at nine ten Pacific Standard Time ish nine ten ish. If you want to chat along with us, live tweet us. We love hearing from you. Thank you, uh, Tori. What were you saying? <laughs> nice um, I was gonna say yeah, that was great. <laughs> Thank um, you. I was just gonna say that I I do though. Out of all that happened, I like the the implication that Barry messing with the timeline is 
what is causing the legends to deal with all these aberrations. I mean, it's also... If you watch Legends, you know that it's actually Reverse Flash. But that is also a result of Barry um, changing the timeline. Yeah. That is a direct direct thing. (laughs) No, and I I agree with with what you're saying, Tori. And I do feel like more more than whether or not any specific complaint is justified or not, I feel like it really is all just we're giving examples of a bunch of different things Barry changed so that we can all as a group collectively go, what gives you the right young man? And that that much worked for me. There and a yet. lot of people who had no, like, nothing affected, like, their lives weren't affected by it, and why are you getting so upset about it? That, that's true. And whether or not they're justified in their anger or not, um, I will never forgive them <laughs> for leaving Barry and Arrow home alone while they go to fight off these aliens alone. There's an alien invasion. It's all hands on deck, bitches. Yeah. Yeah, we got a group together for a reason. Right. Didn't it end up being better that they weren't there? Or do you think Oliver would have realized it was a trap before the trap went off? There's always a trap. (laughs) Always anticipate a trap. I appreciated that someone shouted it. That someone shouted, it's a trap! Because it didn't... a fish head guy came out and just... Yes. Did they vaporize the president? Yep. Yes. Yes. Is the that what happened? Uh huh. How do we deal with this as a nation? <laughs> as a nation, Pence I takes mean... over. Yeah, Mike Pence is taking over. Maybe we oh. can get the the um, president from Supergirl's Earth from to come over. There we go. She'll step yes. or we'll She'll clone step. her. Yeah, we'll clone her. Bring yeah. her over. Either way, it's a good thing all these heroes are already assembled because <laughs> that is not going to be a peaceful transition. What's her <laughs> name? Diane uh, Wonder Woman. What's her name? Who plays Linda her? Carter? Linda Carter. Yeah. How oh, it's dare the character name's Diane. Yeah, Diana. Yes, Diana. Diana. Yes. I'm doing really well. <laughs> um, I... Wait, Linda Cartwright plays her in Supergirl. They should bring her over. I got it. Did I get it? Did I get it? Cartwright. Did you say Cartwright? Wait, the president died, but on Supergirl, nice. Linda Carter plays the president. They should just bring her over. There you go. Print that take. Yeah. Print that take. Flashpoint can't take me down. What do we think about this weird Victor Garber storyline with his daughter? Oh, Again, another Legends thing that's been happening is he's been having these flashes and he didn't know who this woman was he was seeing in there, but... Oh. Because he didn't have a daughter before. That's yeah. not a fire... Firestorm? Firestarter? Firestorm. Firestorm. Um, that's not a firestorm, like, power, having, like, premonition visions, right? No. he's. He, it's kind of implied that he is essentially, like, his... His memories are syncing up with his current timeline. Oh. Uh, so now that, especially now that they're back in 2016, you could imagine that like he has to, his brain has to update with the current time that's happening. Though I imagine they live outside of time. Interesting. Which I think is why he's dealing with it like this. Whereas Diggle, it just he had a son instead of a daughter. Right. Um, interesting. Yeah. But he did give the "I love you" back. He didn't like freeze and say "Uh, thank you." At least. But I'm going like a more so, so his wife's not there. So far, he hasn't had visions of his wife dying. Is his wife dead? And if his wife's dead, that was still an incredibly uncomfortable exchange for his daughter. Like, once he walks away not knowing where his wife is, she's going to have to, like, sit and just reflect for a little while. <laughs> well, I think she thinks that he's clearly, like, out of it. Getting older. Yeah. And maybe that's, like, Caitlin's maybe, like, from yeah, the home and, right. like, brought him over. Because what makes me think that she might be dead is her reaction when he first said, I'm looking for my wife, and, and she goes, you know, she's, you know she's not here. I'm like, you know, like, that. does that mean you buried her? And, like, right. you just haven't gotten that memory back yet? Or is she, like, on vacation visiting her parents? I so... so <laughs> 
No, I so badly then, if that's the case, hope that at some point we get a Victor Garber as Martin Stein, you killed my wife scene, where he just yells at Barry. It'd be amazing. That'd that be, be great. I also like that his last words to her, if she is dead, uh, his last words to his daughter were, uh, tell, tell my wife I'll see her soon. <laughs> it's like, are you going to kill yourself? <laughs> what is that's like wacky, dark foreshadowing. <laughs> Oh, because we're gonna have to wait for Thursday to see how that one pans out, huh? Ooh. Why not Wednesday? Because I feel like his storyline will wrap up on, on thir- Legends, on Legends oh. Day. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I really appreciated the moments with Caitlin Snow being like, "You're not Killer Frost yet," and like, "You might not be evil." I wanted the way that this episode was going with our team being half mind controlled. I wanted the episode to end when they're attacking um, Oliver and he's out of arrows. I thought that would have been a great place to end and that next week, or next episode, so tomorrow, Snow has to become Killer Frost to help. Like, that's what I wanted. I want her to have to do it to be helpful and then be Frost and not Killer Frost. Mm. I I agree, and I think that that will fit in with the storyline. Mm-hmm. Again, all hands on deck. Yeah, the world's ending, but you're afraid to turn evil. Just save the world. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys! Easy fix. Cisco should just vibe all the Dominators off to a different Earth that we hate. End of story. Problem solved. And the, and the crossover, the credits play over a montage of like Earth 48 being devastated by the Dominators. And then like all the legends and Team Arrow, Flash, they're all having cocoa together. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't affect our timeline. It'll, it'll be great. But um, Caitlin's talk with Stein actually reminded me of the point you brought up last week, Tari, yes. um, when I was like, why is she automatically evil and not like a normal person? Mm-hmm. And he was telling her, like, just because you have the powers doesn't mean you have to become her. And it was kind of that talk of what you said of, you know, her being scared because that's the only vision that she has of these powers is associated with evil. And I was like, oh, leave it to Dr. Stein, our Professor Stein, to be the one to be like, hey, kiddo, you don't have to be evil. You can be like sunshine snow instead of color snow. (laughs) In the chat, someone says to send uh, the Dominators to the mime earth. (laughs) Agreed. What is a mime earth? The mime where there was mime wells. Remember, he's the one I voted for. Um, and then oh, Donovan says, "Send the donors to Gotham." <laughs> uh, yep. They should just vibe in the the big gorilla, King Kong. What's his name? Broad. It's so. It's like you don't watch this show. <laughs> You're messing up on names that are on this show. I'm jet lagged. Uh, oh yeah, from three it's weeks Jeff's ago. Jeff's first day. Um, but <laughs> we made him leader. I just want. I want to give a shout out to Savitar and Alchemy for sitting this week out. Yeah. For just saying, like, yo, aliens, like, let's just have a drink. But <laughs> not in the alien bar from last night in Supergirl. Let's no. have a drink somewhere else. Yeah. JK. JK. Rowling. JK. Uh, what? Rowling? Is that the bar name? Harry Potter! JK. Like my, yeah. Harry Potter. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The audience got it. Don't worry Good about it. Good job. Um, Thanks. Wally. I wanted to talk about Wally. I wanted, no, I'm done talking about Wally. We're almost, <laughs> we're almost out of time. What do you want to say, Yal, about Wally? I didn't want to talk about Wally. Um, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about the interesting exchange between Barry and Oliver in like the time warp future room with the newspaper. Yes, oh, yes. good. Which, because everyone wants to talk about the newspaper. Oh, good. Which Oliver describes as, this is a weird looking newspaper. Yes. <laughs> Great line, Oliver. He's so basic sometimes. Um, I felt like this was a scene that was like telling me something like really important, but it wasn't, it was a little bit too subtle. Like, what did we get from this scene? Did anyone get the new name on the article? Because oh, I didn't Julie see it. Julie Greer. 
Yeah. Oh. I can't remember King Kong, but I can remember Judy Greer. <laughs> yeah. Not um, to be mistaken with Judy Greer. I, I also know. was like, Judy Greer wrote it? That's amazing. <laughs> I think we all had that joke at the same time. Um, yeah, so like the news were changed. Is this just telling us that with Flashpoint, like, more changes are coming? I think the, uh, I think the idea is that that means West Allen is not happening. Oh. That, We're certainly not set in stone anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah, like it was every other time we knew that there was no concern that Iris and Barry would always end up together. They were endgame, they were OTP, and now they seem not to be. Drama. Yeah. Or Drama. she's just not going to become a journalist. Yeah, or, she's, or she <laughs> dies. Or she just, you know, has some kids and decides to stay home and take care of them. Yeah. Or Instead of writing. Under, <laughs> or she goes under witness protection, changes her name to Julie, Julie Greer. Greer, and keeps writing. Yeah. 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 So there are a lot of possibilities. Do you think, like, paper. season seven will, yeah. like, have a reporter named Julie and be like, oh, what's your last name? Season seven? That's coming after the winter finale, yo. I, I don't know for sure. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. Seven after the winter finale. Yeah. <laughs> We're in season three. Yeah, um, I was like, uh, I forget about. Season. I thought that Oliver had a really great pep talk though for Barry. I love yeah. that too. Nice pep talk. Was it's it? Coming. My parents are dead. <laughs> great pep talk. Yeah. Well, I like I like their relationship a lot. I've always liked their relationship a lot, but I love what they get to do with and for each other in this episode, and I love that all mm. season on Arrow. Oliver has been having to step up into this role of teacher and teach these essentially these young upstarts how to be vigilantes and not get themselves or other people killed. I love that he's now very quietly doing the same for Barry, even though he's like, yes, Barry's in charge. I still have to basically hold your hand and teach you how to do this. And I love that we knew somebody was going to have to give Barry a version of not everything's your fault, Barry. you got to stop beating yourself up so we can go fight aliens. I'm glad it was Oliver because this is a level the two of them can connect on that they never have before. And I really like that scene. Yeah. That, yeah. That, I agree. Because Oliver is always the one who puts the world on his shoulders. And for him to be the one to kind of put that out there uh, really shows how far his character has come. Uh, we'll talk about it more tomorrow on, on Arrow, though. I, the question that I had, <laughs> though, when, when uh, Oliver shows up with Diggle and Speedy... I was like, what? you're not going to bring your new team? They're going to be tomorrow. Yep, I you have to wait for their night. So. I but you know what? I buy it. I mean, Tari, you, you were you're on the panel also. Uh yeah. and I know you're caught up. Are you guys caught up? Yeah. So then I buy it based on he doesn't trust them not to get killed by aliens. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is large scale <laughs> enough yeah. that we're getting our our time traveling buddies and our own alien ringer from another dimension, <laughs> maybe kids stay home. But did haven't we seen them in previews? For this big... They definitely show uh, up yeah, at yeah, some, yeah. Show yes. up at some right, point. Fine, That's why I was like, fine. it has to be tomorrow, tomorrow night because they just didn't want to pay them to well, yeah, go on another sure. show for another week uh, of filming. Just real quick in the newspaper, sorry, real quick. David yeah. in the chat says uh, that Iris never goes to work anymore, so it's not surprising that she's not the writer. <laughs> she <laughs> says she's going to work, but like, I don't believe I don't she actually believe goes to work. Yeah, she gets fired real hard. <laughs> if um, Barry got fired, Iris should be fired. Well, I like, too, that in that episode where he finally leaves, somebody has the comment about, like, don't you ever show up to work anymore, Barry? <laughs> And then he doesn't. Now he doesn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be at Star Labs more. It's fine. Yeah. He can help paycheck. at the museum. He can help give the tours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. You don't need tours. to because they're on um, the segways, so no one needs to give you them. <laughs> this this Star Labs is looking a lot more like Earth Two Star Labs. Yes. The more that HR is so. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I I really like that Wally recruited HR also to like be his captain. 
I have mixed feelings about it. Yes. Um, because one, uh, Wells is not, he's not a combatant. He doesn't like fight. Yeah. And most of his ideas are a parrot version of other people's ideas. Mm-hmm. So like, I imagine that he'll give some kind of talk and he'll like help you talk through your own idea, but I doubt that he's going to be a very good uh, mentor. He's a slightly more likable, less foppish Gilderoy Lockhart in that sense. Mm. Uh. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, I like when Wally first asks and HR goes, nah, I love that. <laughs> I love that. Scene. That yeah. was great. But then when he's like, now that everyone is okay with it, I'll do it. And you're right. I went, shut up, HR. I'm with you. But then I immediately thought about how much I believe I will enjoy seeing those two characters paired together. Yes. I just don't trust him. Sure. HR. Yeah. He wants to write you, a book, right? Wait, I'm sorry. You don't trust him to do a good job or you don't trust him to be like good intention? I don't trust him with good intent, that he has good intentions. Okay. I'm sure he'll do a meh job because what does he know? Uh, interesting. He's going to run faster, which I guess is what Wells did to begin with. Pretty much. Go yeah. faster. <laughs> Run, yeah. very run. Run, very run. Um, you yeah. know, we're running out of time, but, you know, half the superheroes turned evil. There was a big fight scene. In the middle of the fight scene, there was a sound cue that was kind of weird, like a doom doom of like a drum or a guitar. It sounded faintly Latin. And then it, there's a sound oh, cue. Oh, yeah, the First sound cue where we all started laughing because uh-huh. it was very weird. Yes. Yeah. And then they fought some more. Yes. Dude, that fight between Barry and Supergirl, so good. So the good. fight with everyone else, so good. So it was good. an amazing fight. Yes. Guys, I, agree. Yeah. I could watch that for hours. I could watch them hours. training with Supergirl for hours, where she just <laughs> stood there, Smiling. floating, and everyone just threw everything at her, and like, she didn't move. It's like, hey guys, she's bulletproof. Stop firing and your gun at her. <laughs> also, like, the resolution of her, like, destroying the device, like, great. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a smart plan. Uh, yeah, I, it's nice to see people who are like at the same level paired up mm. and fighting. Um, how do we feel about the abduction? It's like, gosh, guys, I thought we could have a break, but I guess they just want us to keep going with all this anticipation. <laughs> it's it's like leave. they're going to have another episode. <laughs> I mean, yeah, gosh, give me a second to catch my breath. My thought was I mean, like, no, we just got them all teamed up. They took away <laughs> half of them. Yeah. That's true. But, I mean, was anyone else thinking, like, as Barry's watching everyone starting to go, why his reaction wasn't... It was like, get inside! It's like, you're the fastest man here! Like, push everyone inside! Like, do something! I buy that it takes him a second to adjust to seeing people be abducted by aliens. Yeah, yeah but then... And then <laughs> that second... And that second <laughs> goes on a little too long because, like, three people got taken in the time it took him to start going after his boyfriend, Ollie, um, <laughs> with arms wide open, just stretching, trying to reach him, and just barely misses him. Hashtag Flaro. <laughs> That's what I was going <laughs> Um, I... Uh, the abduction felt too much... Um, but also, we have another episode tomorrow, so who cares? Gives you, like, some set up for like, tomorrow night. This is what we're doing. Um, yeah, we're almost on time, Tari. Lead us into predictions. What do you think is going to happen? <gasps> Ooh! Your After Buzz TV predictions! Yeah! I mean, uh, based on the sweet, 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 uh, next episode preview, um, we get, uh, Dream World, which I find really interesting, because we just had our big fighty-fighty episode where everyone's hanging out together, but now we get the, the episode that's more cerebral, 
Um, and so I think that uh, the one to break them all out will be um, Barry and the B team, uh, which is like all of the Barry team. Uh, the yes, B team. The is B the team is the Barry, Barry team. team with all of like um, the new recruits on Arrow's team. So like mm. in the same way that like to to reference the same type of arc in Young Justice when all of the uh, the <laughs> Justice League members were out and the uh, Young Justice team had to break them out as well. So like so you think we'll see like Robin? Yes. Oh Robin, my God! I love um, the prediction. Nightwing, boy bro. From Gotham will show up. <laughs> yes. Lex, any predictions for this tomorrow night? Well, so, okay, so tomorrow night is Arrow, and this crossover coincides with Arrow's 100th 100! episode, Woo! which has been described by producers as, a, yes, indeed, as a love letter to the show, and it seems like they're going to be bringing up story elements from all the way back to the very beginning. We're going to see almost every character they could conceivably bring back. I'm very, as somebody who's been watching Arrow since the beginning, it's the foundation of this entire universe, I'm very excited about that element. I also agree with the prediction that this is probably when we bring in the reserve team, we get the younger vigilantes, maybe we get Caitlin and Cisco off the bench. If not, I predict by part three, they'll be vibing and shooting ice everywhere. Right. I'm really excited. Do we think that a big character is going to die in the crossover? I think that would be so bold for this uh, universe of shows. No. <laughs> I think it would be really, like, I'd be heartbroken, but it would be so drastic and bold and wonderful, but I don't think they're going to do it. Especially not on Arrow's 100th episode. Okay, yeah, I it's agree. Just, there's so many people involved now, and I'm trying to think on the shows, like, we already had deaths in some of them, and it's like, who would actually be significant significant yeah. enough to lose and yeah. I, I can't see that happening and with the with the breadcrumbs that have been laid though I could see them taking it not maybe not in this crossover but I could see them taking out Iris especially since we had that little piece where mm. Iris didn't write the article um, now we know that her future is kind of in flux so that would be the character that I, I th- imagine them taking out Ooh, Ooh, I would be hard pressed to think that they would take out Iris West, personally. But lucky for us, we're out of time, so all the final word on that. Lex, thank you for joining us. <laughs> thank you for so having so us. When is the Arrow uh, tomorrow night airing? Is it? That is at about 10.10. Yes. Fantastic. Oh my god, Atari's on that panel as well. Where can the good people find you till then? All over social media at the Lex Michael. Fantastic, Tari. You can find me at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. I'm Yell Teagle. You can find me everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And I have a podcast. It's called Intimate Interrogations. Through the winter, we will have all the episodes available from episode one. So if you haven't heard them, they're all there. And then we'll be back at some point. And you can find me at the Tiana Hobson. And also this Friday, I'm going to be on Screen Junkies Flash and Friends talking about all four episodes of the crossover this week as well. So tune into that. Oh, my word. And I'm Jeffrey Masters. A tweet from Jeff Masters 1. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. Those are the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 